So when we think about the halachas of Yom Kippur, there are really two different conversations uh, that we can have. One of them would be, there's a discussion of halachas yantif, lighting candles, we say at the and davening, there's laning, there's there's duchening in chutzlaretz, a regular typical yantif with with other chumras involved. It's like a Shabbos, there's no heter of chonefesh, one is not allowed to cook, one is not allowed to carry if there's no erev, there's an isra haitzah. Additionally, like many Yom Tavim, there's a theme of the day. The theme of the day would be vidoy, tshuva, davening, asking HaKadosh Baruch for kapara. That's the theme of the day of Yom Kippur. Another conversation which we'll focus on today is that this day has like a din of a fast day. It's the only fast day that is midaraisa, that is uh, from the Torah. Vinisem esnafshe seichem. A person has to be in a state of enoy, affliction, pain. You don't have to go burn yourself. Don't have to cut yourself. But without doing anything, just in a passive state, one has to be in the state of enoy on Yom Kippur. It's something to think about that, you know, you would assume that what's the big deal? When it comes to Tisha B'Av, when it comes to Avelos, we understand that there are certain practices we do in order to show the Tsar, to show the pain of the Chorban Habayas, of the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash. So it makes sense. You tear your clothing, you sit on the floor, you don't eat. How could you eat the Chorban Habayas? When it comes to Yom Kippur, it's, it's thought-provoking. Why do we have to be in a state of Enoi that we can't wear shoes, we can't bathe, we cannot eat, cannot drink. Why can't we have a regular yantif? Regular yantif, and then part of davening will be slichos. So it's a good question. It's something to think about. Uh, an answer that that uh, is probably the correct answer. If you look in Tefillah Zaka, the way the Chayadim sets it up, he basically sets it up that whenever that without each t- corresponding to each of these chamesh sinuim, the five things that we refrain from on Yom Kippur. It's a process of tshuva that throughout the year we might have abused some of our some of the physicality of life, and in order to come to tshuva, we have to show at least to ourselves that you know we could go a day without it. It's it should be a kapara, and perhaps if a person is struggling on him kipper to get through the day. And Kippur is being a drag, davening, shlepe, you're getting hungry. So perhaps just look over Tefillah Zaka and you see that this is the key to, to slicha, to kapara, is by refraining from eating, drinking, tashmer shamita, rechitza, nila sasandal, and, and sicha. So <clears throat> let's get to the halachas of these chamesh sinoim. If you look in the Mishnah, the Mishnah in, in Yuma says that on Yom Kippur, there's the Isser of the Chameshes Inuyim, and it goes to list five things. Now, depending which Cheder, uh, which uh, day school you learned in, so either you got the end of, to end of this Mishnah or you didn't. So the Mishnah says, So some children learn that Achilah is one, Shdi is two, Rechitz is three, Sich is four, Nila Sasan is five, and they didn't learn the Gemara. The Gemara says that Achilah. And uh, that shtia is bechalal achila. That that's only that's only one. And the fifth one, obviously, is tashma shamita. That uh, that uh, that is aser on yom kippur as well. Now the Gemara says hani chamisha inuyim kenegin me. Where does this come from? These five inuyim, these five categories of affliction that we must keep on yom kippur. So the Gemara says that Kenegad hey inuyim shabatara. There are five times it says inuyim in the Tyra. It says it in Parshas Achrimais, then again in Parshas Emar, then finally again in Parshas Pinchas. So five times it says 
So the Shultas from Rav Achoy Goyen writes that, okay, very clearly, that's how, that's how we know these five things are Aser, and it's a regular, typical Iser Daraisa. So according to the, the Shultas, a person wears shoes on Yom Kippur, you're over an Iser Daraisa. Now, is there a Chiv Kares on these five things? So you have to look in the Gemara later on, and there's also a Gemara in Krisos, that you do not have a Iser, you don't have a Chiv Kares on, on these things. The Chiv Kares is only on eating, as the Pasuk says, only by nefesh. So nefesh is referring to things that the person enjoys uh, fully, so it even gets to your nefesh. So that's only achila and shtia. Only by eating or drinking is one obligated, one, one is chayev kares. Okay. But it sounds like the other few things would still be isra but there would be no chayev kares. However, if you look in the Gemara, the Gemara finishes off, the Gemara, you know, at the end of the discussion, it concludes that why, in fact, does the Mishnah say, Yamikipurim Asr Ba'achila? It says it's Asr to eat. Why doesn't it say that if you do all these five things, you're Chayav Kares? So the Gemara answers, because these, you're not Chayav Kares in the five things, you're only Chayav Kares in eating. And how do I know that the other four are Asr? So the Gemara brings you a Pasuk, it says Shabbosayin, so we learn out from Shabbosayin. Shabbosayin comes to include other, other things beyond just eating and drinking. It comes to include the Chamesh Sinoyim. So one could ask, where are you learning it from? Are you learning it from the five times that says, Vinisim Or are you learning it from this Pasuk of Shabbosayin? So besides for the Shotas, all the Rishonim learn that we're learning it out from Shabbosayin. Now, how do I know there's five? Okay, so we found that there are five times it says, But the actual source for the prohibition of these Chamesh Sinoyim, that's from the Pasuk of Shabbosan. And that's how the Gemara concludes. It's all learned out from Shabbosan, it's including all five things. Now, what does this mean? Where does this leave us? Is it an Isra Daraisa? It doesn't say it. it. doesn't say specifically which things. Maybe it's only an Isra Darabanan. So there's an interesting parallel discussion when it comes to Shabbos. In, in, uh, in Misata Shabbos, it is, there's the Rishonim discuss that the Pasuk over there says Shabbosan. Does that mean that anything that Chazal saw to fit with the, the theme of Shabbosan, does that become an Isra Daraisa now? But Kideger and Hachashchita discuss this. If someone is Mechalal, Shabbos b'farhesya, but he's only mechal Shabbos on items that are asr midrabanan, muksa or other other things that are only asr midrabanan. Is he considered a mummer? Is he considered a, uh, a, a a yid who doesn't keep halacha? That we could say he's a kaifer. Is that is that a problem? That he can he shech? That's really his question. So there is a discussion about Shabbosan in general. Does Shabbosan mean daraisa or doesn't mean drabanan? Taisvis in Yuma says that it's only the Rabbanan. These other items beyond eating and drinking would only be an Issa de Rabbanan. He brings a proof from the fact that the Gemara discusses if someone fell into mud on Yom Kippur, they could wash themselves. So he, so Tysus says that if it was an Issa de Raisa, we would say, too bad. You can't wash yourself. It must be only an Issa de Rabbanan from the fact that we allow the person to wash. The Machina Ephraim points out that why is that a good proof? Maybe rechitza intrinsically means a, a bath, taking a bath for tainuk, for enjoyment. If someone is full of mud, why would, why would we assume that that 
would be usur, even if it was in the Siddharaisa, perhaps it would be mutter. But either way, Taisus brings proof from there that it's only in the Siddharabanan, and that's how many of the Rishonim hold that this Pasuk of Shabbos and it's just an Asmachta. It's just coming, to, it's just uh, Chazal are basing it on a Pasuk, but it's only an Isidur Abadan. However, the Ran holds that no, it's an Isidur Araisa. He thinks the Ramam holds like him as well. And he says, what about the Heterim? There's a Heter of Akala to, to wash her face. There's other Heterim brought down. So he says, it's Nimsura Hadar Hachamim that Chazal, since there's no details specifically written in the Torah, Chazal could be makel in certain areas where they felt was necessary. There's a similar discussion in Hilchus Cholamoid. Uh, Many Rishonim learn that same thing. It's really Isidaraisa to work on Cholamoid to do Malacha. Nimsura Hadavar Lachachamim. Chachamim were given the ability to say where it's Mutter, where it's Aser. So by Davar Ha'aved, if someone's going to have a financial loss, Chazal said it's Mutter, similar to a similar concept where we say Nimsura Hadavar Lachachamim. Now, what do we care if it's Daraisa, Darabana? We keep them anyways. So there are many differences in Halacha in general when you have a uh, din Darabanan. There's a concept of Machlekes. One can rely on a lenient opinion on a Darabanan. There is Shasad Chak. Sometimes we're Mekul on Darabanan. Sveiko is Safi Darabanan Lakula. So Mr. Shem will get to details of this, of these Halachas when we get to them specifically. But in general, the Mishnah Brewer says that, and this is most of the Achorinim, we are concerned that there's an Isidaraisa of these four things based on the Ran, and therefore we will be Machmir and Mo Shilas, and we will not use our typical uh, Kulas when it comes to when we say by Derabanans, we will not typically apply it to bathing in Tashma Shamita and Sicha Nila Sasandal. Okay, now it's interesting that the Torah uses the term of Loisa Chelu, not to, sorry, the Torah does not use the term Loisa Chelu, and the term is used v'nisem es nafshesechem. So some of the achorinim and the rishonim say that perhaps eating on Yom Kippur will be different than your typical iser of eating. One of them would be that typically when a person eats, so there's a, sh- a minimum share, there's a minimum uh, requirement to eat of how much is, cons- is, 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 is problematic. Perhaps on Yom Kippur, any small amount would, would, uh, would still be aser, and perhaps there would still be uh, there will be no benefit of having less than the shear as opposed to having the full size. However, the halacha, we, we do not hold like that. We say if someone is sick and they could get by with eating less than the shear, less than the, the minimum amount of curries, it is definitely better for them to do that than to eat the full shear. Another thing the Shagas Ayah points out is perhaps let's say a person perhaps is taking a pill on Yom Kippur, we'll get to these halachas specifically, or you need something to drink to swallow a pill, and you put some soap in it. So, if something is shalok kuder hachila, so typical halacha we would say by deraisas, it says loisachila, you cannot eat as long as it's not called eating. That's fine, but here, if you're going to get some enjoyment, you're going to swallow it. So perhaps it, sh- it should still be us or because of inisim esnafshesechem. However, we do not paskin like that. We paskin that shaloi kader hachila would only be an iser derabanan on him. Kibbutz, we'll get to halachas of when we're makel. We, when a rav would tell someone to do something, shaloi kader hachila, when someone is sick or when it might come to sakana. Okay, just two minutes here. When it comes to when it comes to eating an kipper, that's the one time we're going to see an iser karis of eating and drinking an kipper. So, if you speak with rabbanim that deal with people from the older generation, many times they have to, they you know the older generation, uh, 
they they don't want to eat on Yom Kippur. Sometimes the a Rav would tell the an elderly an elderly uh, individual that you have to eat. You're sick. The doctor says you have to eat, or a person's diabetic, and they they respond, "I have to eat on Yom Kippur. It's Yom Kippur. I don't want to eat on Yom Kippur." I once heard from Rav Shachter. He said, "B'shem Rav Salavetcher." Rav Salavetcher said the most difficult thing for him would be is if a doctor told him he would have to eat on Yom Kippur. That that's the worst thing in the world. So. You see, clearly, you see that eating Yom Kippur is, such, is the problem, is the issue that one would have to avoid in Yom Kippur. So the Chassam Sefer is a tshuva, and he discusses if someone knows that they that they could fast, but if they would have to go to shul, so then they would get hungry and they would feel weak and they wouldn't be able to fast. So the Chassam Sefer writes that don't go to shul, don't dive with a minion, dive at home. Additionally, the Paiskim, all the Paiskim after him, Rav Zalman, Rav Yashiv Zetzal, Rav Avad Yosef, Rav Betzina Abashul, they say women should definitely not go to shul if they're going to have to break their fast. And he said even men shouldn't have to go to shul, even though typically we dive with a minion. Don't go to shul if you're going to end up breaking your fast. If someone has young children at home and they know that if they have to take care of them themselves, they will not be able to fast, so hire a babysitter. Or even a, hu- a husband should stay home. If, if his wife won't be able to fast, she's pregnant, she's nursing, she's taking care of children, if he goes to shul. So the halacha is, all the pious can say this, that he should stay home. He shouldn't daven with him any. Let him daven at home or let him at least be at home so that she doesn't have to break her fast because that would be a instead of kares. So just important to point out when it comes to Yom Kippur, it's the one thing that we really, really have to focus on beyond the tshuva, masm toivim, and the tefillah. Of course, we have to daven, and that's the other aspect of Yom Kippur. But chiv kares is eating on Yom Kippur. So a person who's diabetic or pregnant or nursing or in general has a weak uh, disposition should prepare in advance. Don't wait till Yom Kippur morning and go ask a Rav You should if you need to in that, in that situation. But if someone knows in advance, they're going to have issues. So... Make sure you're dieting correctly. Make sure you're hydrated. Make sure you took all the precautions and you're not hanging around outside. You're not stuck taking care of children all day. Make sure you prepare in advance because that would be the one thing to avoid. And Yom Kippur would be eating because that's a chiv karis.